Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back to our movie show. It's that time of the week where we trawl the bottom of the Netflix stream as we hunt for a hidden gem of a movie. It's what we do. It's what we do best. And we've trawled all the way to Norway this week. We have. We're watch a Norwegian film. First Norwegian film? We've been to Scandinavia. Yeah, we've done Sweden. Done Finland. I feel like we've done Denmark. Yes, we've done Denmark. Is that first foray into Norway? Possibly. Where was the decline? That was Scandinavian, wasn't it? Yes. Maybe our second Norwegian trip this season. Could be. Who knows? Who knows? We, if anything, don't remember anything about this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, because this week we're watching a movie called Blasted. Uh, Blasted is from 2022. only came out last year. It's a 15. It runs for one hour and 54 minutes. Uh, currently rated at 4.8 out of 10 on IMDb and is a Netflix original. 4.8. Feels on the low side when I think about movies that have had a similar rating. Agreed. I'd agree with that. And According what, to IMDb. One hour and 54 makes it one of the longest movies we've done in For a very a long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll start on a positive. Hmm. I didn't feel the length of this <laughs> movie at all. You've said that before. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I did either. I yeah, and I'm I'm notoriously against longer movies. Yeah, but no, I don't feel like I I was never bored. No, so that's maybe a positive for this movie yeah. from the off. Good start. Uh, this movie stars a guy called Axel Boyum. What a name! He plays Sebastian. He is the youngest person ever to win a Best Actor Emmy in Norway. Norwegian Emmy. No, Norwemi. Norwemi is the youngest person ever to win a Norwemi. Brilliant. The best actor. How old was he? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> Frederick Skogskrud. Skogskrud is also in this movie. Excellent name. He plays Mikkel. Um, on his IMDb trivia, it just says Los Angeles. Brilliant. Doesn't say anything else. Just <laughs> says Los Angeles. Fantastic. That's his trivia. <laughs> and also Andre Sorum plays Casper. Okay. Written by Emmanuel Nordrum and directed by Martin Sortadel. Martin Sorterdell has a thank you credit at the end of this movie okay. in the credits and also directed this movie. Oh, so he thanked himself? I think he's thanking himself for brilliant. making this movie. More directors should do that. The ego of that is brilliant, pat, isn't Yeah, it? pat on I the back. It. I did this. I, I made it. this. <laughs> I'm not getting a ne- my name in there an extra time. Yeah, I'm brilliant. Yeah. I am great. <laughs> I'm all for it. There's another director who should have had a thank you credit in this movie but didn't. But that's We'll come to that okay. as we go on. Do you have a one-word review of Blasted? Scandinavian. That is brilliant. Well done. I'm giving you a round of applause. That might be the best one you've ever done. One-word review you've ever done. I'm proud of you for that one. Because it's a Scandinavian movie about aliens. Yeah. Where does this movie start, Nick? Uh, we, we see a man. We do. Uh, and he gets absorbed. Yeah. By an alien light. He does. Whilst he's paintballing. He does indeed. That happens. Uh, that, that's that's where we start. That is exactly where we start. He's also running with a paintball gun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then then there's some words come up on the screen. Normally I'd write them down, but I didn't. It basically says, this is a normal village. Um, it's until, the village of Hestalen. Yes. Until lights started appearing in the, into the sky. Then there's loads of like shaky UFO footage. Yeah. It's basically saying this town is... is has a reputation as a place you can go yeah, and see this is these, a hot spot these for, alien lights. Yeah, this is a hot spot for alien 
UFO sightings. Scientists everywhere want to study this village. That's yeah. how these things start. And then we cut to the basically what is the start of the movie, where two female people... That's an unusual way to describe <laughs> ladies, isn't it? Two girls are doing an interview. One's a reporter, one's a scientist. Um, well, she's not really a reporter. She's more of a YouTuber, I guess. Yeah, I she's, think so. She's uh, like a vlogger. She's talking to this scientist, and they are talking about these different sightings and things that happen in this village. And the scientist is obviously being very sciencey. She's trying to come up with rational explanations of what this is. And they eventually go into a cave. Yeah. And when they get into the cave, they find a secret door. Tunnels. Tunnels. Goop. Huge room. Yeah. With a, like a machinery. pedestal in the middle, some machinery. There's green goop everywhere. And... And then the machinery turns on and it goes yeah, she like... she touches it with her finger and it, it turns It goes it like all electrical. And <laughs> Good word. You're on fire today. <laughs> and it blasts the scientist lady. Yeah, she gets blasted. Yeah. The name of the movie. A lot of people get blasted in this movie. And she's kind of now got glowy eyes. Yeah, her eyes go glowy green. And, and she attacks she the YouTuber. Turns... She turns on her. I didn't really understand why we essentially got the same prologue twice, just with different, different people. characters. Yeah. Yeah, bit weird, know. I thought. Bit odd. Bit strange. Yeah, both but were fine. Both just, were fine. Was this odd. one's more necessary than the yeah. other one, probably. Uh, and then it cuts straight to the title card from there, and we're now in a city, I guess Oslo, the only Norwegian city I know. <laughs> um, and there's Stavanger. What? That's a Norwegian. That's a Norwegian city. Oh, cool. I've been educated again. I'm getting educated so much on this podcast lately. Uh, there's a man practicing. I thought it was a speech, but it turns out it's like a pitch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And basically, he's got this big pitch with his boss that he's about to do. He's been building it's up an to it investor. For years. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming uh, in and he's he, got the chance to yeah, pitch. Yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah. He's going to pitch. Doing business. And then one of his colleagues comes up and tells him that this weekend is also going to be his bachelor party. Yeah, boy. Because he's getting married. Um, he's not, uh, this is Sebastian, is yes. not excited about the prospects of this bachelor party. He actually party. says, I'm not going. I can't go. Yeah. It's too close to this deal. Um, I've got to seal this I've been deal. I've working on it. I've got to go and seal this deal and i can't think about bachelor parties at this point in my life um, and then he goes to make his pitch uh, this is where we meet casper for the first time he plays sebastian's boss no he doesn't he's, he's right he's the, like a, not he's a boss the, but like an potential investor. investor potential yeah. potential boss yeah um and he gets bored halfway through this pitch meeting it's like you've got no pizzazz yeah you've got no oomph you need to be more no sexy danger. yeah I, I he's like I, I sit through hundreds of these pitches yeah and he leaves. He, he just he walks, walks out, out and goes. Slide one. Yeah. Sebastian follows him. And he's like, look, I need you to be more forthright. I need you to be more forthcoming, more sexy. He says, I want an experience. I need an experience from these sorts of things. And so he says, come on my bachelor party. Yeah. It's going to be a heck of a weekend. I've got an experience for you. Yeah. So he invites this potential investor onto his bachelor party. And he goes back to his mate and he says, look, this needs to be the best bachelor party anybody's yeah. ever had. And there's your premise for your movie, basically. He, Sebastian then goes home to his fiance. Um, she's in the midst of wedding planning. Yeah, she's every, but she's nesting. Um, and it turns out Sebastian's mum's dropped off some of his stuff from yes, when he like, was a kid. Yeah, you're getting married now. Here's your stuff. here's your stuff. Yeah, don't, you, I don't want it in my house yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it turns out when he was a kid, he was a world champion. I've got. Like, he, laser tag yeah he won the laser tag world cup yeah with his partner with his partner Mikel as a kid um, but he no longer sees Mikel he doesn't his fiance says what happened to Mikel and he says I don't know he's probably still playing laser tag somewhere yeah. 
she's and you can really, see a little flicker in her eye. Yeah, and she's really happy that this stag part is happening. Yeah. She's like, oh, yes, he will have got from some friends. <laughs> I feel like Sebastian's and... very much in love with his work more yeah. than anything else. Um, and then he starts planning the fun. That's the sort of guy he is. He starts making a plan of yeah. the fun they're going to have. And then they all gather. The boys start to gather at a bar or a pub. Yep. So there's Odun. Yep. Who is the work colleague. Who we, we met earlier. Uh, there's Pele. Yep. Who who also works with him. Yeah, but he was like an a Uber Eats yeah, guy, he wasn't seemed he? seemed to be like a delivery driver, but also worked with him. Uh, and then Seb, the, uh, the stag. The stag. So there's just three of them. Until a car pulls up yeah. and its number plate is Cock Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And this is Casper. This is Casper. He's and like he's, the he's got guy the, from earlier. Yeah, this, this investor guy. He's got this Uber electric car. Super electric car. Yeah, which like you never need to charge and it looks a bit like Knight Rider. It's got it. a flux repeater in it. Yeah, whatever that is. Because they all go, oh, a flux repeater. And yeah. I'm like, well, is that supposed to mean something to me? Was that a joke? It's <laughs> a, a flux capacitor joke, joke I yeah. think. Did you watch the dub or the subtitles? Bit of both. Bit of both? Yeah. I watched the dub. I tried to watch uh, the subtitles as much as possible, but I did have to flick over to keep up with the notes occasionally. Yeah, it's very, it's dialogue heavy, this movie, yeah. isn't it? The, the only thing about this uh, electric car, yeah, I didn't think it was very realistic because as we all, well, we all know what a Norwegian's favourite car is. Do we? Yeah. Go on. Fjord. <laughs> Second round of applause of the episode. Brilliant. You're on fire tonight. <laughs> I've written here, this is this car has a flux repeater. This feels relevant for later. Because why else would they have told us? Sure. <laughs> and for some reason, he's brought, Casper's brought Sebastian a bear costume. Yeah, you've got to wear a... You've got to wear a bear costume all weekend. Yeah, because he's the stag. Cause but it, I didn't... Was the joke lost? Maybe. Somewhere? I didn't understand why he was a bear. Nor me. Fine. Fine. He wears it for the, the rest of the I've movie. Seen Stag's yeah. dressed as. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, he goes to. Sebastian goes into the bar to get changed. Into his bear costume. Into his bear costume. When he comes back out, guess who's there? It's Mikel. Mikel is there. His childhood friend who he used to be in a laser tag championship. He's for. been invited by Sebastian's fiance. Yes. Well, she's contacted Arden and Arden's invited yeah. him, I think. Um, and he's not happy about it he's not against it but he's also not seen this guy like, since they were kids it's yeah. a bit weird it's awkward yeah. there's something has happened in the past between them as well um but he, he hit they hit the road they um, oh, well instantly casper takes a liking to mikhail yes they become best friends straight away Sebar. yeah they even travel together yeah. so so they're taking two cars so they're taking the cock rocket uh with casper casper and mikhail and then a clapped out old camper van. camper van that pele owns yeah with the other three and they hit the road. And <laughs> my next note says, they pass some mysterious mulleted twins. Yes, they do. <laughs> um, they pass a, a few different people. There's some people camping. There's a few the people Norwegian the version of, of Redneck. Yes. I guess. Uh, yeah, they're off to Hestalen. Yes, they are. Where Alden's grandparents have a cottage. I think that's yeah. where they describe it as, or a cabin. Um, whilst, as they drive past this campsite, we stick with a couple of the campers for a little while. Yes. And they get attacked by some green eyes, Aliens alien who creatures come out of the woods. One of whom is Stina, who was the scientist from scientist from the prologue. Yes. So these are possessed. They're possessed by aliens. I think is how it's described. Yeah, the aliens are like parasites, aren't they? Yeah. Basically, like yeah. energy parasites. Yeah. They yeah. Overtake human brains and yeah. give us glowy eyes. Um, 
when we cut back to the boys, they're now settled into their cabin. They're doing a quiz, which is all about Sebastian. They're on question 29 and, and no, everybody looks no bored as any- fuck. Yeah, no one knows anything about <laughs> no, him. No, nobody knows him. Yeah. Mikel knows him as a kid, but no, has not known him growing up. Um, so Mikel's like, right, I'm going to get the party started. And Sebastian goes outside and has a cry Yeah, at this point, which is strange. Um, and Pele follows him out. And Pele's like the comedy... Dumbass. Yeah. Like they, they, yeah, nice but dim. No, yeah. And he it's says to him, role. whenever I feel sad, I just think, beep boop. Yeah. And that cheers me up. <laughs> beep boop cheers me up. And it, it actually works. It's very, it's a good good concept. Um, and it works. It cheers Seb up and they go back in and rejoin the party. Um, then he has a bit of a one-on-one with Sa- uh, Mikel for the first time. They uh, do a bit of reminiscing. Yeah, and Mikel's like, I bought this cool laser gun. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a brand new laser blaster from Japan. And it probably look, probably looks like something out of Men in Black. It, it does, yeah. Cool. It's, it all lit up. It was great. It fired lasers across the uh, garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because he still plays. He still plays every yeah. week. He's not growing up, this guy. No, he's not. He plays, he's, he's going to 12-year-old birthday parties and playing laser tag. And Seb sort of says to him, look, I'm trying to impress Caspar. Yeah. They've got a lot riding on this. If we show him a good time, he might make this investment. Can you just tone it down? Yeah, chill be out. Be less tone you. Tone it down. Yeah, that's uh, exactly The right. focus needs to be on me. Yeah. And it's not working. Um, and it shows you them they're being watched from a distance by the scientist lady from earlier on. Um, and one of the rogue lasers hits her almost almost hits her on the foot and yeah. she kind of jumps back it does yeah. so she's not happy with light uh, and then for the rest of this movie everyone in this stag party starts calling seb boner yes because i think there's a story about him getting an inappropriate boner when he was younger I assume so we, never we were never told the story, the story. So they just call him Boner or Boner Bear throughout yeah. the rest of this movie. Yeah, we would ne- we never got the story was implied. Yeah, and Sebastian stopped Mikel telling it at one point, but we never actually did yeah. get it told. Um, then a pregnant co- a pregnant sheriff shows up. Yes, she is the sheriff of this little town. Yes, um, she shows up at the UFO tour shop. Yeah, because you know the local business is capitalizing on this. The... As it would, why would it not? Yeah, and uh, basically, yeah, there's a cafe slash diner yeah. slash UFO merch, merch store. store. Exactly. There's a nice little cabin in the woods. Yep. Um, but somebody's stolen the beer fridge. Yeah. They haven't stolen the beer. They've just stolen the no, fridge. they've just stolen the white goods. Yeah. So the proprietor of this cafe is like, look, last last month they stole some hoodies. Yeah. They, I don't know. They stole something electronic last month. Now yeah. the beer fridge is gone. What are you going to do about it? She doesn't do anything about it is what happens. But we do find out that this is her dad. Yeah. Who runs this store. Um, they seem to not have the greatest relationship as a father-daughter. Um, but yeah, it's her dad that runs this store. It's a small town. We cut back to the boys then. They're still stagging. Um, it's the next morning. They're having breakfast. Alden has booked them a tour of the local observatory. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. And not only is it an observatory, it also he also says this is the place where all the mobile and commun- telecommunications go through. Yeah. An observatory. <laughs> because why not? Um, uh, no one wants to do this tour. No, nobody does. Seb's worried it's nowhere near exciting enough for Casper. Yeah. So he takes Alden outside. He's like, look, we need to do something better than this. We can't do this. And randomly, he's holding a paintballing leaflet. Yeah. So they decide... Let's go paintballing. That's what we should do. That's what stag dudes do. Um, why not? You ever been paintballing? Nope. No. Doesn't appeal. It's all right. Have you been? Hmm. I've done paintballing and laser tag. I've never done either. 
How strange. I've never done laser tag. As a kid who grew up in the 90s, that's quite interesting. You never quite even go to like laser no. quest indoors when that was a big no. thing. No. Oh, man. Are we too old now? Probably. Mm, we're older than the people in this film who thought they were too old. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. I'd have your back. <laughs> Maybe if it was just people of our age that went. Sure. Maybe that's what we could do as a bottom of the stream meetup. Yeah. Laser tag. Fine. No, I've never done it. Never done that or paintballing. I'm not even sure I've ever fired a weapon. <laughs> What a weird thing to say. Oh, you yeah. are a weapon. So oh, I know. I mean, of course. Got that. I feel like Time Crisis 2 and things like that. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, that counts. Sure. <laughs> anyway, the you, you must have played Duck Hunt. I have played Duck Hunt. I had, way back in the day, that ridiculous fucking the scope. Nintendo scope, scope thing. Yeah, I had that as what, well. What was that all about? I had that not even way back in the day. I think I had that you like within the last it. 15 years. <laughs> As a retro thing. It might even still be in my mum and dad's life. I mean, that was a... Doesn't work now. ...over-the-top peripheral. Yeah, it really was. It was like a bazooka. Yeah. You can't use it now because modern-day TVs don't interact the same. <laughs> so unless you've got a really old CRT TV. Uh, anyway, when they go to leave to go paintball and Casper's car's broken uh, because Alden sabotaged it. He's taken one of the spark plugs does a spark plug need in an electric car I don't know it is took a it's took out something of out of the car that stopped it working so they all go off together in this camper van of Pele's and then they all suit up start playing paintballing yeah but they're just like there's no one there no it's just and no one's like oh who do we pay yeah it's just like well here's the suits let's just have a game of paintball do you think that's a budgetary thing to save on extras? Although there's a lot of extras no, in this movie. Extras. There's loads of extras. It just makes them seem like a bit It makes it look dickish. like they've just turned up somewhere yeah. and started paintballing. Well, yeah, which they did. But they must have got their guns from somewhere. Yeah, but they just found, they just went into like the office and geared oh. up, didn't they? That was Yeah, true. Okay. I didn't notice that, but that is weird that you said it. Um, instantly, Casper gets shot. Yeah, and he like, throws a temper tantrum. As soon as it starts, he gets shot straight yeah. away and he's out of the game. Yeah. Which because remember he throws a temper tantrum. Seb and Mikel are really good at shooting things. Yes, and Mikel is the one that shoots him. Um, but he's also Seb's also pissed off that that's happened because he wanted Casper to have a good time, and yeah. now Casper's angry. Um, so there's like he said, Seb says to Alden, "No, it must have been Alden that shot him because Mikel was on Casper's team." Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Seb said to Alden, "Right, we, if we can eliminate Mikel." We can restart the game yeah. because that's the team. Um, so they try and do that. Um, and it's all kicking off. They're all shooting yeah. at each other. Seb shoots someone. Through a window. Through a window. Who he assumes is Mikel, like sniping him. Yeah. But then Mikel pops up from over yonder. Yeah. And Seb's like, oh shit. Who did I just shoot? Who did I shoot? Yeah. Because Mikel's the only other person not on my team. Yeah. Because Pele's decided he's not playing yeah, at all. Yeah. He's just sitting watching. Um, so he's, they, they go and investigate. They go into this building, which this guy was in. And it's one of those mulleted twins from earlier. It is, yeah. And they think he might be dead. They discuss whether he's dead for quite a long time. They really do. Even though they shot him with one paintball. <laughs> but he is unconscious on the floor. Um, he got shot in the head with it. Um, however, he is not dead. This is soon quickly revealed when he gets up and attacks them all. He does. Yeah, he even bites a chunk out of Pele's arm. He does. Proper, like, zombie style. Yeah, it really is zombie style. Yeah. Um, and so Mikel ends up pistol whipping him and knocking him out. And somebody says, oh, that's real zombie shit. <laughs> Something's going down here is basically what's happening. Pele's been bitten. Um, 
I think Auden gets hit, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Quinn. I think he gets knocked yeah. out. Um, so they're like, right, well, we just need to leave. We need to get, yeah, we need get to get out, out of here because it's weird, fucking weird. Something weird's going on. Um, when they get back out to their camper van, someone's stolen the engine. Yeah, the whole thing. The whole engine has gone <laughs> out of this camper van. And also, so have all their phones. So have all their phones, conveniently. Um, so Casper's like, well, I need to get out of here. I'm, I've had enough of this. This yeah. is ridiculous. I'm not interested. I'm not having fun. What the hell are you playing at? Uh, but but I'm going home. Unfortunately, I can't go home because I have no transport and I also now have no phone. Yeah. I'm stuck. So they think what we need to do is go somewhere where there's going to be people. So it's quicker to go to the observatory. Yeah, it's within a mile, they say. Than it is to go to the cabin where they live. It's it's quicker. So they go for a walk through the forest. And when they get to the observatory, it's deserted. There's nobody there. This whole town's almost like deserted. Um, So they're like, let's go in, see if we can find a phone. Call for help. We'll call for help. So Mikhail and Seb go in. The other three wait outside. Um, and as while they're in there, they're kind of, they're still arguing tit for tat yeah, for a little bit. Exactly. Um, while they're in there, a car pulls up outside and the others try and warn them. Yeah. And it actually works. They make like a weird barking noise, yeah, I think. It's sound of a dying giraffe. Mikhail spots them. Mikhail finds a phone, calls the sheriff, tells her everything that's happened so far this eve- this during this day. And she thinks it's a prank call. Yeah, she's like, oh yeah, aliens. Alien you think driver. I've never heard that one before, living yeah. here. Yeah. Whatever. So she puts the phone down on them. Uh, the people who pulled up in the car were the other twin, the one that didn't get shot, yes. and the scientist that we met earlier Stina, on. Yeah. Stina. Um, so <laughs> Mikkel and Seb decide they're going to hide in the hide basement. In the basement. Of downstairs. the observatory. Um, when they do get down there, a something is thrown on top of them. Yeah. And it is a dead body. And when they look around, the basement is full of dead bodies. Loads of them. Um, They make a noise. They they accidentally make a noise. They're too noisy. So Mullet Man comes down to check check what's going on. Um, Seb has to play dead with a rat on his face um, while Mikhail hides. But this guy's like, ah, it's just a rat. It doesn't matter. It wasn't anything. And then the aliens do this weird, like, mind-melding communication thing. Yes. Where all their all their eyes glow, and the mullet twin says, Ah, oh, there was a group of guys at the paintball Yes, we need to find them. Station. Search the valley. Yeah. And that communicates out to everybody in the area who's been possessed by one of these aliens. Um, Mikhail then goes back outside and tells everybody what he's seen in there. And Seb and sells him down the river. Seb, Seb throws him under the bus yeah. completely. He's like, nah, none of that happened. Yeah. He's trying to be cool for Casper again. Um, and then Seb kind of accidentally agrees that, oh yeah, the basement was full of corpses. Yes. That happens a little bit later on, doesn't it, as they're walking yeah. through the forest. Then they stumble across a broken down UFO tour bus. Yes. Which has come from this tour shop that we that we were in earlier. And they watch as it gets attacked by a load of these alien creatures. They all go inside and then the whole bus starts lighting up green. And everybody sees it this time. So now everybody knows what's going on. All five of them now know yeah, what's going on. They're all on the same page. And then... And Pele's now worried he's going to turn into an alien because he's been bitten. Yes. Because he's like getting his zombie rules confused lot of, yeah, with his alien. alien rules. As we all are. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the next scene, they're completely surrounded by these alien things. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird edit, this one. Yes. Yeah. They they tried. To, they're scared having seen this bus get taken over and possessed yeah so they sort of run off into the woods but they're suddenly yeah surrounded, surrounded by, by them. locals and one of them tries to talk to them but it 
They don't understand what it's saying. They don't understand its language. It's Norwegian, but it's like not Norwegian. Yeah. So it just like, sounds like just gibberish. gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Which in the dub was a bit strange when they were like explaining that it was off Norwegian, but he was talking English. Yeah. It was it was strange. Um, so one of them shoots it with a paintball. Uh, the paintball guns are ineffective. They are completely ineffective against aliens. Uh, which, but it does cause them all to attack. So the boys all run. The five of them all run. But they Mi- get split up. Yes, and remember, Mikel has still got his laser tag gun on he him. He has still got his laser tag gun on him. That's helpful uh, because Seb trips over. And everybody, the, originally, all the aliens run straight past him because he's yeah. hiding in his bear costume. Because he he's like pulls it over his head so it looks like the ground. Maybe, maybe that was the joke that we missed. Oh, maybe. Maybe, anyway. But anyway, one does get him. One attacks him. Um, it's fighting him. He can't fight it off. And then suddenly, Mikel fires the laser gun at it which causes a green blob of light to come out of this alien Back of the creature's possessed head. possessed person's head, yeah. yeah. Um, that then, the green glob then tries to get into, get Seb. into Seb. So Mikhail shoots the glob and then it explodes green goo all over yeah. Seb's face, which he never cleans off. No. For the rest of He's the He's wet for the rest, rest of, of the movie. movie. <laughs> it never dries off, does it? No, it's this weird. Goo. Seb okay. and then... Sorry. I was just going to say, so our party's now split up. So Mikhail and Seb are together. Yeah. Kaspar, Ardun and Pelé are together. Are together. Mikhail and Seb get to the sheriff's office um, where they meet... I didn't get the sheriff's name. She's just pregnant sheriff in my own. <laughs> where they meet the heavily pregnant sheriff. Um, and she still doesn't believe them. She thinks they're on drugs. Yeah. She thinks they're like crazy people. Because they try and tell him everything, that tell her everything that's going on. Um, and eventually she locks them up in a cell. Yeah, she's like, she, I'm going to have to wait for my colleague. Yeah, we need you I can't a, do this Let me make you a hot chocolate. Yeah. Ah, I'll put you in a cell. Yeah, she tricks him into a cell. Seb and Mikel then have a huge argument whilst they're locked in this cell. Um, basically, one one of them says, Seb says, I grew up, you didn't. Yes. And then Mikel calls him a grumpy fart, <laughs> which I really liked as an insult. Um, also, I observed in the background of this scene, it says, fuck the police in English on the wall. It does, yeah, in the cell. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I noticed that. Strange thing to put in a Norwegian movie. Um, and Mikkel says, your girlfriend begged me to come because you've got no friends. Yeah. Didn't go down very well with Seb. They're basically full average. When the pregnant sheriff lets them out of the cell, one of the twins, the mullet twins, is there. And the other cop's there. Yeah, the deputy. So Mikkel... Both acting like proper humans. Proper humans. But Mikel's got this laser gun, which is ineffective against a human, yeah. but will kill an alien. Exactly. So he shoots the cop who goes down yeah. as a, as he's a, he's altered the settings. So he, the green blob doesn't come out. Yeah. It just sh- shoots and kills in one shot. Um, which takes the um, the sheriff off guard, knocks her off guard completely. Um, and then they capture the mullet man. They tie him up and handcuff him to the chair. And he basically, the, the mullet man basically explains to them what's happening because he says the light is a signal from an intergalactic light, light pulse. And if you want some explanation in this movie, that's all you're getting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's literally the one line of explanation you get. The, the sheriff then gets on the phone. And the, the, this, I really like this exchange. So Seb says to her, who are you calling? She says, I'm calling the police. Mikel says, you are the police. And she says, I'm calling bigger police. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really, I thought that was really I funny. like the sheriff character. She, she was great. Yeah. She reminded me of Natasha Leone a lot. Yes. Don't you think she crazy was just like and, a crazy yeah. hair, really similar acting style? Uh, while they've got their backs turned, while she's calling the bigger police, 
the mullet man who's tied to the chair sends out a call to action. He his eyes start glowing again. Yeah, it's basically all the aliens are activated to yep. battle stations. Because he overhears Seb and Mikel talking about the observatory. So he they know about all the bodies. Exactly. So the, the mullet man's call to action is blow up the observatory, yeah. which then blows up. Yeah. Uh, and that also knocks out all the communications. It does, because all the communications go through the observatory. <laughs> we found this out earlier in the movie. Um, Mikel then's like, I've had enough of this guy. Shoots the mullet man. Yeah. He's done. The deputy cop comes around. Yes. So he's fine. He's like, oh, shit, what happened? I can't remember anything for the last however many hours. Yeah, so I was possessed by an alien. It appears that the, the laser gun kills the alien but leaves the human alive. Yeah. So the alien is now gone out of this um, cop's body. So the cop then reveals how he got caught. And he said, basically, I'm at the edge of town and they're grabbing everybody. Everybody is leaving, coming in or out of the valley. Everybody's getting alien. Yeah, they're everywhere. Yeah. There's loads of them. The other three are now in the back of a van. Um, doesn't really explain how they got there. Yeah, but they've been surrounded in been, the woods. They've been captured and yeah, they're being taken they're somewhere. They've been taken somewhere in a van. Uh, we come back to the police station and yeah. Mikhail says to Seb, I've not mentioned this before, <laughs> but back in the car yeah. or the truck, I've, the got, I've got a load of uh, laser tag equipment. Got guns, vests. They might be useful now. <laughs> they absolutely will be. Um, so they they come up with a plan between them two and the cops. Yeah. Um, so basically, they're going to head over to the UFO tour shop, which is owned by the sheriff's yep. dad. Hold up. It's a secure base for them. It should be a secure base for them. It's got like security gates and everything like that. Yeah. Roller shutters. So the cops are going to hold up in there. Yeah. While the two civilians go out and try and rescue, try and their rescue the world. Yeah. Um, she is heavily pregnant. She is fair. heavily pregnant, and the other cop has been attacked yeah. already. Um, so Seb and Mikhail leave in the cop car to go and try and find their, their friends and to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, they go, the first place they head is back to the paintball arena or whatever that place was, because that's where their van is, which has got all this equip- equipment in. Correct. But when they get there, it's surrounded by alien creature, human people. So Mikhail says, right. You run to the van, I'll cause a distraction, which is causes a little bit of an argument between them again, but that's what they decide to do. I quite liked the running joke through this movie, and it's got a good payoff at the end, is how loud these two are, because they're always yeah. bickering. They can't do anything they quietly. They can't sneak up on anybody. And even Seb here, when he's supposed to be sneaking up to get this bag out of the van, he's so loud, tripping over everything, and yeah, yeah it was a nice funny. running gag. Yeah, it is a nice running gag. When Seb gets... The, so, Mikhail turns the lights and the yeah. sounds on in the cop car Sorry, causes this and that's the word <laughs> it causes a distraction for Seb Seb fucking hell <laughs> causes the distraction for Seb to get back to the van to get the bag of stuff unfortunately the bag of stuff isn't in the van no when he gets there um, he does find it though in the back of a pickup uh, that the aliens have obviously already collected but he can't sort of free the guns from the bag and yeah, he's suddenly this, surrounded, this, by, surrounded aliens. by them again until Mikhail sort of comes to the rescue and by sort of swerving the car and basically running these he people runs two, over. two aliens now, over. Now, isn't that killing people? Yes, which is Seb, Seb says to him. Yeah. You can't just kill people. These are humans. Yeah, and Mikhail's just like, oh, well, oh, well. I've done it now. <laughs> and then Seb, shoot, Seb gets the gun out of the bag, shoots the two aliens, which manages to save the people. 
And then we get a really cool... I mean, they were hit very hard oh, by, by a, a car. They were, <laughs> I suppose they were we, fine. I suppose we can let it go. <laughs> then we get a really cool shootout scene. So basically... Well, they suit up first. They do. They suit out yeah. them into their Japanese laser tag, unreleased in the US, prototype but, laser yeah. gear. And they even kind of tried to read the instructions and it's been noted, uh, do not touch the lights out button on the vest. Yes. And and Mikhail says, why? This episode says, just points at the instructions yeah like the leaflet and Mikhail's like oh right but we never see it no so there's a button on the vest that they're not allowed to touch and they're basically now in this paintball arena being surrounded by hundreds of alien creatures with these laser guns and there's a really cool shootout it's 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 really nice it's goes on for ages there's they they use their special move that they used to have when they were kids which is a direct ripoff of Shaun of the Dead because they're like 10 to 3 Quarter past seven, yeah. that sort of thing. The, um, and the loads of this is, you can see Edgar Wright's fingerprint. This is the guy who I said should have had a thank you at the beginning. This is the director I was thinking. Yeah, about. because we'll come to it at the end. But it's got all those sort of flash cuts, you know. Yeah. Of, you know that famous Edgar Wright Style. doing an everyday task, but dramatically yeah. cut. I've got. That's I've, us here. I've That's got. All in here. I've got comments on this at the yeah. end. We'll come to that at the end. They, while, they, while the shootout's going on, Seb accidentally shoots Mikel, which lights up a light on his chest, but also disables his gun. Yeah, for so a they, few seconds. They've got to try and his, not yeah. shoot at each other whilst they're doing this. Um, yeah, they use their special move. They they name the aliens glowies. They're not zombies, they're glowies because they've got glowy eyes. Sure. Um, and they're, they're just basically alien killing machines. Yeah. Uh, they, they get cornered in a barn, don't they? Do. they? But they they kind of shoot their way out of that as well. Yeah, and then it's probably the best scene in. The yeah, best it's scene? the best action scene. In the yeah, movie, it's the definitely. best action scene in the movie, definitely. Yeah. Um, and it it culminates with them both both their guns get disabled, and Mikel finds something on his shoulder on this vest. Yeah, and it's like a little, almost like a grenade. Well, it is a grenade. Yeah, yeah that's not what I was going to say, but yeah. So he, and he throws. He doesn't know what it is when he grabs it off his shoulder, but he's guessing. And he throws it, and when it lands, a it flash, flash, a flash of light hits out. Which is useful, because the people who just turn up in the barn, the aliens, this time have actual guns. Actual guns. They're shooting with actual shotguns, which freaks them out. And, but it does. It takes everything out. Everybody that was left alive is taken out by this grenade. And then they come up with nicknames for each other. Yeah. I mean, this is right down my street. This, <laughs> I this knew you'd love this. Yeah. I, I, even I love this. It's great. Do you want to know? Do you want to... Say what their nicknames no, for each other go, were. No, you go for it. So they call each other Pew Jackman yeah. and Sean Beam. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I, I had to rewind it because I didn't catch the first one. No complaints from me. When he says Pew Jackman, I didn't catch it. Because I was like, it sounds too much like you, but it was funny. Then they do a victory dance. They've they've basically won this. They've got like battle. a secret handshake, yeah. which presumably they've not done since These they were kids. These two are full on back as best friends now. Um, we find out that the other three have been taken to a cave. Yeah, in the old mine. from The, the cave where we were prologue. earlier. Um, which is full of kitchen appliances. There are many white goods. White goods. Yeah. Fridges, washing machines, dishwashers, all sorts in there. Casper's um, car is also the in there. The cock rocket has been the hauled in there. The cock rocket has been hauled in there because that's got this massive battery in. Basically, these aliens are gathering energy is yeah. what they're trying to do. The sheriff gets through to the bigger police, um, but they won't help him because they... It's basically the same scene as when she turned yes. the other guys down. Yeah. They turn her down for being a crackpot. Um, then she shouts at her dad, uh, but she and it's revealed by the other cop that her dad only has a he has a shortwave radio, yeah. and he only has that so he can keep track of her, which makes her love her dad again. 
And suddenly the UFO tour bus from earlier pulls up outside. Yes. And the shopkeeper says, oh, these these guys should have been here hours ago. Yeah. I don't know what's been happening. <laughs> Uh, and obviously, they all sort of shamble out of this bus. Yeah. They're now possessed aliens. This is like a school trip. Yes, it is. So, they're, yeah, they're approaching the, the safe house. Yeah. And so, pregnant sheriff says to her dad, get that Time shutter down, shutter that down. shutter down that you brought. Don't know why they haven't done it earlier. No, not me. Um, and then as soon as he turns the key in the shutter, the power blows in the shop. The yeah. whole fuse box explodes. Um he goes to the back whilst these aliens are still coming towards them. He does manage to get the power back on, which I thought, oh, this is really cool now. The barrier's going to come down. And they turn the key for the barrier and the whole thing just falls off the roof. Yeah. And again, it really made me laugh. And then in the, the movie cuts to an external shot looking into the shop and the yeah. sheriff just screams. And it, it was funny. It was funny. It was really Cause funny. Because it, it felt like... Popped yeah, that, a laugh out of me. That yeah, did. they did me as well. Because it was like, yeah, we've done the all this things not working yeah. let's turn the power back on then it'll work but it just didn't work the second time somehow either. an alien's got into the back of the shop and yep. turned uh, the dad the shopkeep into a possessed alien does indeed um then we cut back to the cave and um, where the other three guys casper pele and alden see another dude get turned into a glowy so there's basically this like laser shooter gun thing in there yeah. that's turning people into these aliens uh, and stina says you are next to casper yeah casper's next they hook up his engine to from his car to their machine and it nearly gives them enough power that they need just on its to own. To do whatever they're doing. Yeah, so Casper says, look. I can get you 20 of these. However many of these you yeah. want. Save my life. Let us go. Yeah, he cuts a deal with the aliens. Yeah, he says, let, if you let us go, um, I'll get you these batteries. Yeah. Um, she's against that, but then he says, okay, well, take, keep those two, but let me go. Yeah. He has no relationship with those other two. Um, Mikel and Seb are also there now. They've uh, snuck in. Yeah, they're hiding behind some rocks. Yeah. She agrees to this deal. The alien agrees to this deal. And Seb and Mikel are arguing because one of them says, well, he's, he's got a plan. He's going to get everyone out of it. It's just a description. And the yeah. other one just says, no, he's just looking out for himself. Yeah. And then, <laughs> is that where the point where they get caught? Yeah. Because they're talking so loud yeah. to each other that while they're hiding... They're talking at the same volume me and you are talking now. And the yeah. aliens just take their weapons yeah. off them and like find them straight away. They're like, it's you're, a great They payout. just say, you're, you're too loud. You're too loud. You guys, well, I think one of the aliens There's says, no you guys are so ages. loud. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Alden then gets blasted. Yeah. He then gets blasted and turned into an alien. Um, which, much to Seb's dis- disgust, he's not happy at all that this is happening. And um, We cut back to the shop. Sheriff's waters break. Just as the aliens they're are about to get through Yeah, they're the door. holding the door shut. This is like the worst possible time to go into labour. Uh, her dad attacks her from from out the back of the shop. Yeah. So she has to fight him and basically takes him down with a with a sort of glow stick. One it's, of these. I've written toy lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. I think one is what the, it was. Yeah. She uses the um, zapper, the barcode reader from the till. She does, yeah. Which is nice. funny. And then she takes him out with a, with a toy lightsaber. Um, and eventually the door does get broken down and all these aliens get in. And I know it's a budgetary thing, so yeah. I understand it. But like, we're left, we leave the the sheriff and their deputy about to face down this horde of aliens. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. I, I was really looking forward to seeing that yeah. battle. They're just about, she's, she, they're just about to go on the attack in the screen. This yeah. scene cuts away. Then Mikhail and Seb find this is the best time to have their heart-to-heart that 
was always coming through this movie. Yeah, Mikel admits he's never grown up. Yeah, and uh, so, but and says he misses Seb. You just disappeared from my life. Um, and Seb said, I wanted to be seen as well. As if, like, Mikel was the most famous one of the two of them yeah. in those circles. And they're, they're, they're getting upset. They're crying with each other. And Pele just comes, his face just comes in the side of the screen and he goes, beep boop. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. I thought that was a really good scene. Um, and then suddenly Seb has a plan. It just comes to him in a flash of inspiration. Um, Casper offers Seb a job, basically, and says, come yeah, work for Seb, me. Seb threatens to blow Casper's cover by saying, yeah. basically, I know you've only got one of these. Yeah, you told us earlier you was only one of these. You, can't, well. you haven't got more yeah. batteries to get. And, and Casper shushes him and says, look, if you play along with me, yeah. we'll get out of here. I'll give you a job. Yeah. Um, so Seb says, "Yeah, yeah, fine." But all he, all he was, it was just a ruse for him to get closer to the battery, the battery from the car because he still got his grenade thing from his suit. His, oh, I thought it was, no, I thought it was the flux thing from earlier. Oh, was it? Yeah, I thought he took that thing off his shoulder and put it on. Oh, maybe I thought he got the actual bit out of the car from earlier when they disabled oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah, I missed that bit. Anyway, yeah, you're probably regardless. Right. Anyway, he, he activates this yeah. battery. And the the whole battery kicks into life, and suddenly the whole cave supercharges lights up. this machinery. Yeah, everything itself. lights up. All the equipment kicks off. Um, a door opens. A sliding shutter door opens. Yeah. And what should Amble in? King Alien. King Alien. A huge, bulbous, gloopy, green, tentacly, yeah. hundred eyes. I thought it was pretty good CGI. It was actually. considering considering what the budget for this movie must have been. And all the aliens slash possessed humans bow to it. Yeah, they all kind of kneel down on the floor to it. And they say, we're going home. Yeah. I presume because they've now got enough power to launch their spaceship. Yes, absolutely. That is what's happened. Um, Pele shoots it with a paintball, yeah. which was quite funny. Um, he, yeah, it goes, gets brave. Yeah, and then he runs off and everybody, all the aliens run after him, yeah. apart from two. Um, so basically, we're left in this room now with Mikhail and Seb two aliens and this huge great big globby alien thing the two aliens that are left are alden and the scientist lady yeah and then remember that button on the vest that they weren't supposed to press oh yeah the do not press one the do not press button seb's like fuck it i'm gonna press that button see what happens see what happens he presses the button the less the whole vest lights up like crazy and everybody in the room dies huge flash yeah it knocks all the aliens out even the big glowy orby globby one yeah they all go down but then that one gets back up again. Yeah. Auden calls it... Auden, who's now been re- uh, rescued from his... Yeah, he's not an alien, alien anymore. zombie state, calls it Flubber. He does. He's like, And he starts shooting it because he's picked he's, up one he's of the laser He's picked up one guns. of the laser guns. He starts shooting at it whilst the other... Causing the others to escape. Mikhail and Seb do a run. And he won't come with them. He won't. He's like, no, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to be the hero. Yeah. And he does. Those two manage to dive out of the cave just as it all starts kicking off. Well, at first you think the the mine is caving in, but actually what's happening is the spaceship is launching. Launching. So it is a typical alien UFO shape. It is a saucer. It's a flying saucer with a beam of green light coming out the bottom. And it bursts out through the forest. Yeah. Again, a really another cool little yeah, CGI it scene. It was really cool. It worked really well. And it kind of just hovers there above the forest for a little while. Now, Casper's also still on the ship, though. Yeah. Uh, I'd completely forgotten about this guy. Um, and then we go back to the shop. and Well, Casper gets glooped, yeah, doesn't he? Just he? So glooped. I presume he gets alien. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think we see him again, actually. No, I don't think we do. 
Yeah, but then we go back to the shop and it's now the aftermath of this big battle that we've missed. Yeah. And they're she's, all covered in goo. Yeah. She's still in labour, apparently. Yeah. They fought and everyone off. I really like that she was still holding this toy lightsaber, but it was all bent yeah. and wobbly. As if it implies that she took out all of these aliens with a toy lightsaber, which I, I love. I think that's brilliant. Um, and and the sheriff she, says to her dad, can you be my dad again now? Yeah, can you drive me to the hospital, please? Please, can we get to hospital? <laughs> I'm having a baby. Um, so that's the last we see of them. Seb and Mikhail then sit on the side of the road and watch the ship fly off yes. into the night. And then it's three months later. No, they find Pele. Oh, they well. do find Pele. He stumbles across yeah, them in the woods. He does, yeah. Um, and then the film cuts to three months later. And it's the wedding day. Seb's wedding day. Only a bloody laser tag wedding, isn't it? Of course it? it's a laser tag wedding. Why would it not be? Um, yeah, it's basically him and his wife now, I guess, yeah. uh, running through this big house, laser tagging with loads of kids. Um and it turns out that they've started a laser tag business. Yeah. Mikel and It's like Seth. a mobile laser tag yeah. equipment. Yeah. yeah. Parties, weddings. Yeah. And the film ends with them drinking a toast to a mannequin dressed as Alden. Yeah. And that's the end of your movie until your mid credit scene, I guess you'd call it. I think so, yeah. Um, which puts us back on the ship. I remember to not stop the film <laughs> at this point this time. I'm proud Stina of wakes up. Yep. She comes around. She's a human again. Yeah. Um, but she's on a alien spaceship. She is with Alden. And Alden tells her what's happened. He basically He's now fills a badass alien Of course killer. he is. He's like Bruce Willis in <laughs> Die Hard, <laughs> yep. but with a laser tag vest on. And he hands her a laser tag gun and he says, it's time to kill. Yeah. And then the movie ends. Yeah, and then he... So you think he's like a badass action star, but then he's like, oh, uh, what I mean is... Um, yeah, we're going to the aliens' home. And he starts stumbling over yeah. his way. So yeah, he's yeah, still, yeah. He's still, still a nerd. Alden. He's quite sweet. Still a nerd. Yeah, and that's how your movie ends. What did you think, Nick? Uh, overall, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Uh, I, I did think it was really fun. It did. It did. Didn't drag. No. I mean, I do have some issues. Go on. But I think they're mostly like. I thought there was going to be more battling and more action, but I think it's mostly a budgetary issue. I, I agree. I think it is mostly, and I think it takes a little bit too long to get going. Yeah. Um, but the, I have no issue with the time. It's nearly two There's hours. There's basically only no one big. The the climactic scene was not as good as the battle in the paintball park. Yes, in the middle of the film, and yeah, I, felt I a bit was geared up to like another. Oh, great! We're gonna have a great action scene at the end, and it never really happened. No, we just got this flash of light, which I guess died. because they couldn't afford to do it. Yeah, I guess and so. and it's the same reason why we couldn't see the battle in the. Uh, UFO store. Yeah, but I'd love to see that because I I liked the sheriff character and the deputy and her dad, and I loved. I would have really liked to have seen See them more of do that. battle with the. Yeah, I'd agree with, with the that. aliens. But overall, this is a fun time. Yeah, it was fun. Time. I think it's it's just a fun movie. Yeah. Four point eight on IMDb is really low. Too low. Way too low. Way too low. Yeah, isn't it? Well, that's really hard. This this I feel like this should be up in the sixes somewhere. Yeah, I I think so. I, I don't even really. I can't even really explain to you why it's so low. Is I can only see. It being because it's not been watched that much, but yeah, maybe. But yeah, the people that really, are watching it are rating it. It's a really harsh rating. Mm, I agree. I think it's one of the better films we've seen. It's this funny. It's fun. It doesn't drag. It's fun. In. It's funny. Yeah, it is funny. There's bits of it that really made me laugh. Yeah, like proper made me laugh, which is unusual for me. Yeah, and and it is nearly two hours long, and I have no issue with that. I think it. I wouldn't even cut much of it out. I don't think. Maybe cut ten. You could probably cut ten minutes if you wanted to, but. Yeah, I think overall the pace was fine. Yeah, I, I agree. didn't feel like it dragged. I liked. We got enough to build 
the the main group of characters so we actually cared about them. Yeah. You've got you've five main characters in this movie. And then you've got three or four, maybe five like auxiliary characters as well. There's a lot of cast in this movie. I just want my cake and eat it and I wanted yeah. more laser battles. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it just did need a bit more blasting and blasted. Yeah. <laughs> but you can't have everything. I mean, you're going to mention this This is the movie that The World's End should have been. <laughs> there is an elephant in the room that you probably yeah. need to talk about in the fact that this is basically a Norwegian remake of The World's End. Yeah. It's exactly the same movie. Just without the Only calls. this one's good because the world end the world's end is not a good movie but this might as well be a homage to edgar wright yeah 100%. this is this this director is obviously i, inspired I like to by think edgar the director wright. went was i love children of the dead yeah. i loved hot fuzz because they're both great movies yeah everyone was really excited about the world's end and this director along movie. like well, along with us and a million other people went and went oh that's not as good as it should have been I'm going to do it better. I can make that better. And he he successfully has made a better movie. This is a better movie than The World's End. There is also, there are bits in it from Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead as well. There's that that scene with the the battle scene where they're doing the 10 to 3, quarter to 7. Spaced. That was in space. Oh, was that space? Yeah. Okay. So he's definitely an Edgar Wright fan, this guy. His directing style is exactly the same as Edgar Wright. He's got loads of the quick cuts and lots of flashes, and it's a buddy comedy. It's, It's. it might as well have been made by Edgar Wright. It's virtually it's a homage to him, yeah. and it is a remake of The World's End. But is that a bad thing? When it's be- no, because it's better. Because it's, it's a better movie. It's better. It's funny. <laughs> I'd argue it's funnier. It's I'd more agree. interesting. It, it looks nicer. That was a real disappointing movie. That. It really that was. was. We went to the cinema together to watch yeah. that, and it was it was bad. Have you ever seen it since? I think I've watched it once. Maybe since. once, and it was still rubbish. It was still rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did. We watched it in a hotel room together. I think we did, yeah. We did. For that, oh, that's on. It can't be as bad as we remember. <laughs> we've watched it twice together yeah. and we, we both hated it both times. Yeah, you can't argue with the fact that this has got Edgar Wright's foot, fingerprints all over it. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. If this movie had had the budget of that movie... Yeah, can you imagine? You would have had a good, a proper, proper good, good movie. movie. Whereas, as it sounds, we've got a good... I'd say this is a good movie. It's a hidden gem. Yeah. What's the best thing about it? I just think it looks good. It it's, 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 I think it's the direct. It's, it's the Edgar Wrightness of it. Yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it is the direction. It's the direction, yeah. but it's also the setting because we're in these huge forests. Yeah, you know the the sort of abandoned paintball village. It's just the whole thing. It looks good. The observatory. There's mem. It's memorable locations. It's well directed. It's snappy. It's slick. So, yeah, I I think it's one of the better directed movies we've seen for a while. What would you change about it? It, Give it more money. I want more action scenes. You need that scene. It needs two more more action, significant action scenes. You need that scene of them in the shop. Yeah. And you you do need a slightly better finale. Beef up the finale in the mind. You do need a slightly better finale. I'd agree with that. Shall we talk stream table? Yeah. penultimate film going into the stream table this season we're about to pick the season eight finale in a moment where am i reading from i think it's, it's top 10 i'll read you the top 10 then currently at number 10 is you are not my mother number nine is the giver number eight is double world number seven is the legacy of a white-tailed deer hunter number six is headshot number five is below zero number four is a futile and stupid gesture last week's movie number three is nature reborn number two is old people and number one is the decline where does this one go Nick? I think this one 
gets into the top five for me. Okay. I think it gets into fifth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's as good as last week's movie. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Yeah. I had a place where I wanted it to go. Okay. And it was fifth. Really? Yeah. Well, how about that? <laughs> I'm completely with you. I think it is. It isn't as good as last week's movie, and it is better than Below Zero. Yeah. But it's it's, it's a simple. I think it's a really clear. Yeah, actually, quite a clear spot. Yeah. Fifth, and that's a good result. And you know, the last couple of weeks we've had two really. We have had two really good movies. Good movies. Um, yeah. It's a decent top five. We've got there now. We've uh, the decline. Old people naturally born. A futile and stupid gesture. And now. Blasted. Blasted. Yeah. One more film left to go. One more week for the decline to see if it can hold on. Can it hold on? Yeah. Shall we call Robin out for the last time this Let's season? Let's do it. What's, what sort of thing do you want for a season finale? Um, I just think, I think we want something memorable. It's season finale. I want to go out with a bang, whether that's a good movie or an absolutely <laughs> terrible movie. Either way is going to be good. Isn't it? yeah. It's going to be fun. Right. Shall we press the button? Are you ready? Yes. It has picked a movie called Hangman. Okay. Any ideas what Hangman is? I have no idea what Hangman is at all. Oh, 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 okay. This is a season finale movie for sure. Hangman is from 2017. It's a 15. It's described on IMDb as a crime drama mystery thriller. Okay. Do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. A homicide detective brings his partner out of retirement to help catch a serial killer whose crimes are based on the children's game Hangman. Oh, fantastic. Do you want to know who is in this movie? Nick? Yeah, always. Al Pacino. No way. Okay. Is in this movie, and Carl Urban. I like Carl. Carl Urban. Al Pacino and Carl Urban are in this movie. I don't think Robin could have picked as a better season finale. There, do you? I mean, I'm, yeah, Al Pacino is quite the name to uh, Al Pacino pop up in bottom of the stream. Okay, might be a late Oscar grab for Al Pacino. <laughs> uh, Botsker grab for Al Pacino. Drowning in the stream or not, we'll find out. I don't know. It's been a few years since Al Pacino's... Uh... Yeah, but he's Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Maybe, but he's still one of the most famous names in the world. Anyway, so yeah, go out and watch Hangman, because we're going to. And we'll be back this time next week for the bottom of the stream season finale. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd, at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottomofthestream at gmail.com and our website is bottomofthestream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a Bottom of the Stream. Laser tag sets. Absolutely. Why not? After you've done all that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottomofthestream. On there, for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. You'll get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you're coming at the top level, you will get a wild card, which means you can try and pick the best movie of a season. And you might win a prize if you do. And then after you've done all of that, head over to Discord. The Discord is a group of fun, movie-loving people who will talk to you about anything. We have a great time in there. We've got some great plans for the Discord going forward. So come and join us. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare us a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review anywhere you can review or rate podcasts because it really helps get our little show in the eyes and ears of more people uh, you can do that on any place that you can review a rate podcast like podbean podchaser apple podcast pandora spotify iHeartRadio, and listen notes listen notes is the newest one where we have just joined we have. Uh, who you spoke to i did they've released that episode that interview that i did yeah. have you seen it yeah did you read it. it yeah thank you yeah i didn't say well done but <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for reading it <laughs> 
Well done. Thank you. Yes, you did a very nice interview with Thank Listen you. Notes. I did indeed. I enjoyed myself. So go and check that out. So go and check all that out. The link for that will be somewhere Sadly, in our Twitter history. It was very history. wise. I'm you a very wise very man. Good advice for any up-and-coming podcasters, <laughs> I would say. I've been podcasting for four yeah. years now. I know, I know my shit, man. Absolute veteran. <laughs> I tell you what, Listen Notes does tell you. I don't know if I've told you this or not. We are now in the top 5% of oldest podcasts. Amazing. Because... Podcasts don't last this long. <laughs> well, we do. 57 minutes. No. no, four years. Okay, fine. Yeah, we're in the top 5% of the oldest podcast now. Wow. That's crazy. Listen yeah. Notes told me that. So yeah, go and check that out. That's mental. Great um, stat. Do all of that. Go out and watch Hangman. Yeah. And we'll be back on Monday for a season finale wave and Thursday for a season finale movie show. Cheers. Bye.